This is my new hello. I want to thank everyone for tuning in to today's Star Parent Podcast. And shout out to my Latina family because that is my new favorite hello. I just want to tell you guys, we appreciate you coming today to Star We are single parenting, transforming and achieving righteously incorporated. And we thank everyone who took the time to come through, boo. And we have an amazing interview today for you. The first of our Purpose Over Perfect series. As we jump into part two of It's the Transformation for Me. We want you to stay tuned as we get ready to interview our amazing star, Miss Lisa Newton. Welcome back, stars. Today, our guest is an amazing entrepreneur, stylist, master cosmetologist, woman, daughter, and importantly to us, star of three beautiful adults and semi-adult children miss lisa newton <laughs> hey miss lisa hi miss monique how, how are you i'm doing well how are you i am tired girl so <laughs> I, I we keep it real at star yeah <laughs> <laughs> i am tired uh but that's a part of being a star sometimes right yes ma'am it is <laughs> seem like that's the most pertinent part of being a star <laughs> being tired but as we are in our series we're in this series purpose over perfect Ooh. so um girl you know i got my shirt on okay like, we, we a whole you. we a whole movement Move right it. now with this purpose over perfect <laughs> And basically, we're just saying, like, you know, purpose is a big word right now, but um, it's it's like it's still a lot of things that are just trends, trends and trending things. It's not necessarily what's made for people's life. It mm-hmm. might just be what people are going towards, but we believe at Star, if you go towards what you made for, that is the perfect life for you. Yes. <laughs> yes. So we're going to kind of start out because this is our part two of It's the Transformation for Me. Yes, it is. It was. It still is. It still is. So yeah, in part one, we kind of just were discussing like what transformation means um, as it relates to purpose. And for me, I feel like in order to know something is really a purpose, there's a transformation that happens. There's evidence. And like we were discussing in part one, it's like the people like to see something, but they don't know if it's truly changed. Mm -hmm. So it's like we can say, oh, you you went from being single and now you you booed up. Mm -hmm. We don't know if they're really happy. Right. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Or, you know, we they went from being broke. and They look like they balling, but we don't know what you really look like financially. Right. Right. So for us, it's the transformation, which is really an inside out process. We That means your heart is healthy, your mind is healthy, your being is healthy. And that's something that you can't pretend. You It will it will expose itself through the fruit of your life. Yes, it will. And that goes to our first question. So what has purpose meant to you? Mm. Purpose had made, has made me become, 
I want to say I've always been a strong woman, but purpose have made me become an even stronger individual for myself. I've always been known to be strong for my kids, strong for my family members, strong for my friends, strong for my clients. Yes, ma'am. But some of my clients don't know <laughs> all of the strength it takes to even get them to to at least be okay when they leave from in my presence. The purpose of my job in being a stylist is it's brought out a lot of things and it's been self um medicating for myself to hear other people's situations because you never know what you go through and then you never know what somebody else goes through and everything that you see, like they say, that glitter is not gold. Baby. So, <laughs> yes. So I, I believe my biggest purpose, um, my children became a big purpose in everything that, I, that I've done. So I know becoming a stylist, I appreciate all my clients and I appreciate them because they have helped me along my journey. It's been plenty of times I have cried in the bathroom and came back out and finished doing the roller skate because I still got to get my <laughs> coins. So, <laughs> but everybody say, oh, Miss Lisa, I think I wish I could be like you. Yes. Oh, Miss Lisa, I wish I could. No. <laughs> and I used to say every time you would say that, so I would say to myself, no, don't trust me. Because on the, I don't want to defer from the question, but my purpose. But um, a lot of times, um, getting to my purpose, I'm still searching for it though. I'm still searching for my purpose though. But the main thing is trying to um, stay focused because it's easy to lose focus. It's easy to lose focus. You have everything that comes into play. And um, you got to take it one day at a time. And strength is the biggest thing that you need. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. But you know what I loved? You said one of your greatest purposes is parenting. And child, <laughs> like before this past week, that was our last episode. Mm. Parenting is my primary purpose. Ooh. And I think what I really hit, you got you to gotta hear that one. Because I hit a point inside of me. And Miss Lisa, if y'all don't know, she wanted a few OGs of my <laughs> life. Like, not many people have known Mo a long time. But she has known me since I was yes. a little girl. Yes. And one of the things that I said was, like, when I started this parenting journey, you know I was young. I was mm-hmm. an 18-year-old girl. And I didn't know that my purpose was to parent my children. I knew right. that that was my responsibility. Right. But I didn't know that was my purpose. Like, my children were a part of who I was and even the testimonies I would have that would help other people heal. So right. that's so amazing you said that because that was literally our, like, last episode. Yeah, because we don't have a blueprint for parenting. We don't have a blueprint for being a mother. We don't have a blueprint for this woman thing. We don't have a blueprint for everybody else's problems before hours. We don't have a blueprint for that. No I mean, parents, we go through so much. I mean, you can be a, a, a older parent. You can be a just starting out parent. You can you can have four or five kids. It's no blueprint for it. 
and, and it's no way of getting around it. I have one of my sons, my oldest son, he's getting ready to have a baby, who I thought that would never have a baby. <laughs> and really, he had to come to me, and he was nervous because he was like, Ma, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to But he already know his purpose. He helped me raise my two. Yeah. I've been a single parent, you know, so I told him, what are you so worried about? You raised your brother and you, you helped me raise your brother and your sister, so you got this. You know, so he don't understand. I don't know whether he knows that his purpose in life really is to protect and his purpose in life is to make sure that he be that that one individual and he'll be able to um, be that listening ear for a lot of people. He has a whole a whole purpose on his own. Right, know, he's, a he, he's a whole podcast. He's a whole podcast, yes. yes. He's a whole story <laughs> on his own. But, um, yeah, I, I think he'll be all right. But like I stated before, this this parenting thing is no blueprint to it. You have to just, you got to wing it. And it comes naturally. Yeah. I definitely would agree with that. And the other thing to that is just that um, I think for all of us that, especially single parenting, because that's mm. what Star is, single parenting, uh. transforming and achieving righteously. And you know I can't make that up because uh, <laughs> You knew me when I was married. Like, I never wanted to be the face of right. a single, single parenting parent. organization. Right. And it wasn't just because there was something, like, horrible about being a single parent. It was just something I was detached from. I didn't grow up in a single parent household. Right. But what I know now is is that even just looking at, for us, our faith, believing in God, believing in Jesus, Yeshua, God chose to bring his son through a single woman mm-hmm. because there's something in that there's a there's even a strength in being by yourself and knowing you're getting ready to have a child male or female because we have star dads we mm-hmm. have star moms but we just um know that parenting is our purpose because you don't we don't have a spouse right so we say like it's our creator is our first relationship then the relationship we have with ourselves and then our children so I think you already in purpose because you is you are a fabulous mama. Well, thank you, thank you, and you are too. Trust me, I don't think I would be able to do what you're doing now. I don't, and see, that's another thing, Monique. See, some of my, some of y'all that have been around me so long, and um, I don't even want to do that. Okay, I want you to stay. Okay, stay, stay. So we got but, a little bit for you, right? Some of y'all that have been around me so long, I look at y'all and y'all give me strength, believe it or not. Because I remember when I was y'all age. Yeah. I had my oldest son. Girl, I just knew that I was gonna die. <laughs> I, know. I didn't I didn't know what was going on. I just knew that I was gonna die. I didn't wanna feel <laughs> nothing. I don't wanna do I just know I'm gonna die. But <laughs> For some reason, once I got the notion in my head, and I was young, and I believe I was 17 years old, and growing up in the projects, and I'm looking out the window, and I see all these people, and I'm like, I am not going to raise my kids out here. I'm not going to raise my kids. And I was 17. And even before I got pregnant, I was 16. I was just looking, and I said, you know what? I'm not gonna um I'm not gonna be out here with all my friends and I'm not gonna have my mother babysitting my child and I'm not gonna it was a, so many other things that I'm not gonna right, do. Right. <laughs> so that's the reason I mean when I had him, I made it my business to make sure that 
my mom can't tell you to this day that she worked, she watched my child because I never wanted her to. Because I always said all of my all of these kids out here in the project is being raised by their grandmothers. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm gonna do that. I moved to Connecticut when I was 19 years old. I didn't know anybody. Me and my son's dad, and we didn't know nobody. We moved from we stayed in Connecticut for about a year, and then we moved to North Carolina, and we stayed there for about four, four, five years. So that's where my journey began, you know, in doing hair and you know trying to learn. Okay, how? Because at the time when my oldest son turned three, here I go pregnant again with my second son. Right. So, you know, it, it was just like, a, oh, God, what's going on? Right. But I did have someone with me at the moment. You know, their yeah. dad was with me at the moment. Because that's just like any other story. You know, we all want to be with our, you know, significant the, yeah, other, the, the father of our mm-hmm. child or whatever. But things don't work out. Mm-hmm. You know, so when things don't work out, so now it's like, okay, what I'm going to do now? That point, that day when everything just seemed like my world stopped and, he went his way. Right. Now it's just me and these boys. What am I going to do? Now I don't know what to do because, of course, he definitely was a man who held down everything because he paid the bills. Right. He did this. He did that. All I had to do was take care of the house and the kids. So that was the perfect, quote, unquote, life that everybody probably would want because he was doing other things. But, you know, we was okay. But when he went on his way, place where everybody else go to when they doing something they ain't got no business but after that you know but when he went on his way it put me in a position to go ahead and and have to stand a little bit stronger and a little bit firmer on a lot of things you know so now i'm making the decisions now i'm saying the yay and nay now i'm standing up for my family now i'm right you know i'm the one man that so you know quote unquote yeah so if i had to do it all over again i don't think i would be able to do it and if I you would you, I know, but oh God, it was it's a hard journey. And I look at y'all with y'all with y'all children and y'all everybody everybody matures, everybody changes. Every day is something different going on. I see a lot of young girls they raising their kids and some some younger y'all doing it. Y'all doing it. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it right now. <laughs> if I had four at one time, I would go crazy. Men, you don't, you know, because from that same young girl that I seen in the salon that day, when you was just who, to now it's like okay, Monique is definitely a whole. It's the transformation, it's the transformation for me. That transformation, <laughs> transformation definitely came through, me. and I, I mean, I definitely. When I was going back to the part to when I was saying that, um, I gained my strength from. Some of my clients, you know, yeah. and you was one of them, you know, yeah. because you you turned me on to somebody that that opened up doors for my daughter. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Lifelong friends, lifelong, you know, right. people that mean something. That's what people really need. And when you're a single parent, you know, you need people like that in your corner because it's a whole lot of friends and a whole lot of different, you know, right. people out there to tell you this, tell you that, but it's only 
a few of them that's going to try to help you and lead you on the right right path. Because a lot of people, they always say, well, Miss Lisa, you, um, you know, I just like, I'm, I want to come here and ask you questions. And over the years, I'm like, why would they be want to ask me questions? <laughs> you know? Well, I, I just want to talk to you, Miss Lisa. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> and only until I got into my mid, like, I want to say 40, you know, I'm I'm like, now I'm starting to realize what my purpose is. Yes. I'm really just learning that now. I'm going to be 50 in July. And I'm just really learning my <laughs> purpose because it's like, I have to ask myself, you know, sometimes you go to work and you take your work home with you. When I lay down and go to sleep, I think about my clients. I'm like, why is she talking to me? Or why she want to talk to me and tell me everything? But it ain't going nowhere. I'm not telling anybody. And I'm not just like the stylist that's going to run and tell somebody else no, your business. You're not. You're so I'm not good. like that. But it's like, I'm starting to realize that everybody is talking to me. And everybody is coming. Young, old, you know, middle. And I'm like, I ain't got my together. <laughs> Excuse me, y'all. But, you know, it's like... Like I got my stuff together, but they looking at me like I got my stuff together, and I'm like, but whatever it is, I appreciate it. You know, I really do. It's nothing but God because what other people see in me, I don't see in myself. All I do yeah. is just keep doing what I'm doing, and if it's gonna help the next person, then so be it. You know, so no, I think that's awesome, and just knowing you for so long, I think the thing that I can say for me what attracted me as a teenager, well, one, you was just like the pretty, cool, like big sister, auntie feel, <laughs> and then on top of that, it was like your gift, your talent, you always, you just like, you always could just, I think that's another thing with purpose, it's about, the we, we said that in, I think, Gas Me Up, but it's about using your God-given gifts. Mm-hmm. and for the right reasons, and it will attract purpose. Because, like, you are a, a top-notch stylist. Thank you, baby. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and have touched many uh, well-known heads. And I think the thing about it is that when people come to you, your work is excellent, and then your your um, vibe is beautiful. People are attracted to that. But then it's just like your spirit is welcoming. And so... Um, you said it, that is one of the things, like, when we don't know why this keeps happening, because I am right now in a season where I'm like, I don't think I'm that great, God. Yes, you are. <laughs> yes, you are. Why? Take why? it from me. <laughs> you are. Why do people want me to be a helper in their life? Because I feel the same way. It's just like, I think we all can't see our, our gifting mm-hmm. outside of ourselves, mm-hmm. but um, we are, like, everything you said brought me to our verse so we have a verse for this um series and it's romans 8 28 all things work together for the good of those that believe and are called Mm -hmm. according to his purpose so everything you've been through it it's worked together for your good um even if it's still working Mm -hmm. because sometimes it's still working but we 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 set ourselves up on three principles so we have three principles that start is identity but we spell it with an e-y-e because we put it in the text of it's about seeing yourself correctly the mm-hmm. creator's way so we believe the first thing you do to really heal while you're single parenting is to get the right view on yourself the way the creator sees you so that was part of this whole mm-hmm. thing and once you see yourself correctly you know your value 
So when you find out why you were made, you already know who you are. Because that's sometimes the biggest struggle, single parenting. Like, even when we get in relationships and we're like, why do I keep getting in these bad relationships? Because mm-hmm. we haven't seen ourselves correctly. Mm-hmm. And so we don't know why we're here. So we get with the wrong people. Mm, been there. <laughs> been there. Oh, gosh. That's a whole nother podcast. Child, we, gonna, we got a Ooh. partnership series going because it, it is identity, purpose, and then partnership. Mm. And so we're going to. Um, kind of go into that i think you brought up a lot of them though like what is an example of how that verse all things working together for your good how has that played out in your life like in a difficult season like how you just described going from that teenage girl to seeing how things have worked out how god worked out because so many stars are now Mm -hmm. i got i got gen z stars Mm -hmm. stars that are in their early 20s and they like I can't see how I'm going to be able to do this much right. longer. Right. So don't do you have a... don't, they don't have the patience. <laughs> so you can kind of if you could give us an example of how you saw a situation like you said and it seemed impossible at the time. Right. But now you're on the other side of it and you right. like it's going to work out. For right. You. I was I can say now I know you're going to do a segment on relationships but I'm just going to touch on this real quick. <laughs> And then go on past. But <laughs> growing up, well, being in my relationship, once me and my my sons that parted our ways, I did uh, date. You know, um, I have been in a in a abusive relationship, and at that time, I was trying to find my purpose, and that's the reason why I stayed in that relationship because I didn't know why mm-hmm. I was there. Of course, the, the, the bills were being paid or whatever the case may be. And they said they loved me, but the fighting wasn't love. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like I was I was into music. I used to be, you know, so a lot of things I was searching for that I already had in me because I knew um, music was definitely my life, um, writing and, and, and hosting parties and you know, just being out, but I never was out just being out. I was always out working because that was what I felt like my purpose was just, you know, either writing music, making music and doing hair. That was my purpose and raising my kids. So of course, when you're trying to find yourself and then you have other people that's either your partner, your significant other, whatever you want to call them, and they don't have the same, they don't have goals, or they don't see your vision, or they don't know what was right. in your mind that's what's keeping you pushing, or whatever the case may be. When you have to fight on a daily basis <laughs> to be you, <laughs> oh, that's God. the hardest thing in the world. And then you have to hold a straight face in front of your children. Yeah, That's hard. So it's like when you when you fighting a man... Ed, that's supposed to love you and you're a single parent because it's not that man's child and you're trying to make your way make your mark at that point I wasn't the stylist that I am today um I was really pushing more forward towards my music so it caused me to be out you know caused me to be out all the time and I was working a job at 911 and then I was going to the club moonlighting and then I was coming home before my kids would be waking up so they can get on the bus to go to school. Yeah. So it was a lot. It was a lot. But, of course, any man 
with a jealous heart don't want to see their woman doing a little bit more than them. So it's, it's hard. It's hard all the way around. And you, you, you want to try to make that balance because you always want to keep a smile on your face for your children. Yeah. You always want, oh, mommy's okay, and hey, 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 hey. But they don't know mommy done suffered this, so mommy done suffered that. Mommy done had broke ribs. Mommy done had broke jaws. Mommy done had all of that. And so someone is in a situation right now because we we that's the unique thing about us at Star. We're not just single parents or single parenting because we're single. Like mm-hmm. we're there's so many versions of singleness, and we mm-hmm. we reach to all of them because I actually have been in pretty much in almost all the versions. Which I rebuke the last one, which is widowed. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, so we cater to single people who are single. They're just not with nobody, kind of right. like me out there, just single right now. And people who are divorced, like me, they've right. been married. Right. And then people who are um, in a relationship, which a lot of people are single parenting, but they're in a relationship. It could be with right. the, it could be with the person they got the kids with, or it could be with someone who the, they're not. But with. that's what I vowed not to. Excuse me for cutting off. I, that's what I <laughs> vowed not to have to put my children through. Right. I'm not gonna put them through being me being a single parent with. Somebody that is their daddy in the household or somebody that ain't the daddy in the household. Right. I'm not going to put them through that. Yeah. I'd rather be by myself. That And that is my <laughs> thing. So I tell people, and it don't be no shade, but I'd be like, I tell people that I'm about to go into Ebonics phone because I'm passionate, especially for us as women, mm-hmm. because I love our star dads. And there's several of them there on the board. We love our star dads. But as women, we tend to asphyxiate our identity to a relationship even when we're mm-hmm. not married to the man right. so you're not even my my mm-hmm. husband like you just a dude in my life and the thing is a lot of times men may be able to see hey as long as she thinks that this is her identity because they still because from the men in my life men they think they're single till they're married. That is typically sometimes some of them single. still think they're single when they marry. I was about to say some married. of them still think they're single when they're married, but at least they know there's some type of accountability right, in right. that situation. But for us and at Star, we really focus on that particular type of singleness because a lot of those people, when they get the link or when we share our content or someone shares it with them, they're like, oh, "I'm not single." We like, "Boo, what your taxes say?" Girl, I'm single until I can sit down and I don't have to do it no more. Right. And if if you haven't given me the, the one, the ability to show that you want to cover me and be my husband and the right type of husband Mm -hmm. for me, then you put me in a position to be single. Because if you walk away, there's not no paperwork. There's nothing. It's just the end of it. So that's important that you said that because a lot of our stars and then the last group is single people. But by virtue of they're separated, because I will, you know, my story. Mm-hmm. I was married on paper for years, but we weren't, we weren't together. Mm-hmm. We weren't living in the same house or any of that. Yeah, and so for me, that was my. I was single with my youngest daughter. You know, mm-hmm. who's just rocking mm-hmm. these mm-hmm. streets, but I was married on paper. So we understand those type of single people too. But for the listener who is in a relationship, they're single parenting boo. In the relationship. <laughs> in the relationship. Oh, wow. And they don't know how to, because a lot of us as women, we know it so. We know this is not good for us. But we can't even imagine the other side of it. And that's what we were saying. Like, what? how do you 
uh, you're giving us a great example. How can you tell them there is another side? Oh, yes. <laughs> there is another side. <laughs> Actually, nine years ago to what date was it? I think it was February. Yeah. Mm. Nine years ago up until that day, I felt like, what am I going to do? Because, again, I'm, I was in a relationship, my daughter's dad, but I also was a single parent. Right. In the same household. So I totally get it. Sometimes I don't want to throw no shade on no men, but sometimes men don't mature more. I mean, men don't mature like women do. Mentally... We take things to the heart. We our foundation, our home, our you know, it's certain things that we take to the heart. Men, they don't really think about that. You know, so if they go out there and get themselves into a situation and then they have to leave, mm-hmm. you know, leave their family, then it's like, Oh, well, daddy'll be back and uh this, 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 mm-hmm. you know. So daddy'll be back, but at the same time, Mommy can't never leave. Yes. That's my whole thing. <laughs> Mommy from the from in the wound, we can't never leave. So it's is is carrying nine months, taking all the losses. Daddy run out and cheat. You know, do whatever he wanna do. We still got to be there. They get an attitude, wanna walk out the door because they wanna go out with their homeboys and start an argument, but we still got to be home with the kids because they mad. Oh I don't know. you know, it happens. Right. You know, but for the people that feel like it can't, they can't get to the other side, I'm on the other side right now. All right, yeah. And when I tell you the other side is beautiful, because when you <laughs> let certain things in your heart go and don't allow nobody to cross that path no more, and you do learn, you harden up. And to some people, they don't like it. So you're going to lose some people now. Don't think that you're going you, don't think all your folks is going to stay with you when you start changing and you start knowing your purpose because your purpose ain't their purpose. So by the time you get ready to change and you start changing, everybody's saying, oh, she acting funny. Oh, she acting bougie. Oh, she acting like she doing a... The man going to tell you, oh, you acting like you all of that. No, I feel like I'm all of that. You know why? Because I'm not worrying about if you call my phone. I'm not worrying about if you don't show up. I'm not worrying about if you can't pay this bill because I got that. You see what I'm saying? So everything that I used to think that I needed a man for, and I really never really, well, I ain't going to say that. I'm not, because I'm not going to be all up here because we all need somebody sometime. Right. Of course, financially, if you're a man, you hear you breathing in my face, of course, you're going to pay something. But at the end of the day, (laughs) but at the end of the day, you know, I just, I just know that, that, when you gain your strength and you take that away from somebody else, it, it makes you feel better. Because when you get to the other side, like now I can see my ex who's right. with somebody and right. you're still calling. Like, I don't understand that. Like, <laughs> you didn't serve a part in my purpose back then. What make you think you're going to serve a part in my purpose now? That's not going to happen. Yeah, we can be real. We can be cool, but we'll never be real cool. <laughs> I mean, real and we could be cool, but we'll, we'll never, never be, be real cool. cool. So, <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's I like just that. it's beautiful on the other side when you can gain your strength and you can hold your own 
life in your hand and you're not worrying about trying to make this man happy you know or make that person happy and when you can when when you feel and that you know when you've made it to that other side because a lot of things don't bother you no more Ooh, now you done hit like all the chords i just i didn't want to cut you off you I, fine. it was so good though but when you said it i was just thinking she gotta come back for partnership <laughs> because partnership is the series that we really see for me when i first got the revelation like i felt like okay god identity purpose partnership what does that mean immediately i thought partnership means a man but as i've gone on this journey you said it earlier just like even our relationship connecting you to someone else that Mm -hmm. has been beneficial to you that's a partnership and i think that when i think of now any romantic relationship that would be divine it would be a partnership so it's not even a question if right. you're going to help me because we're partners. It has to be. <laughs> and we sharing a purpose. You, I'm sorry. I don't even <laughs> want, I, but you would not, uh, you would not know how many fully grown men don't know that now. They still don't know it. It's been so many women that has allowed men to take over their life. You know, like, and uh, so many women that let men come into their life and just turn it upside down to fit their needs, you know. And then after they use them up, then they leave, you know. After they get what they want and all the convenience is gone, then they leave. But when you stand strong, that's when I said before, you lose a lot of people. Yeah. You lose a lot of people that's supposed to be your friends. You lose that loved one who's supposed to be your man, who's supposed to have loved you and all that because right. now you're standing up for yourself. So... When you don't allow nobody to, to steal your joy and to and to bring you down or put you down for certain things, you start standing up. And you start standing up not on just one leg, you're standing up on two legs. And then now you think them two days done went by and you ain't heard from him. Now that week done went by <laughs> and then that month done went by. And it's like, okay. So now you're getting, you know, the ball is rolling. So before you know it, it'll be a year. Right. And before you know it, it's like, oh, dang, I forgot. They'll be calling. Right. Right. <laughs> and so that's what I think I said back in Roots, Not Fruit. We had a, um, a, out of the identity series. Because I think I'm so big on identity. Identity is our purpose. To constant, constantly be finding ourselves is finding our purpose. And mm. I think so many times, because that's my, my testimony, and I'm going to give my full testimony stars <laughs> in partnership. But, like, it's been four, almost four years, three and a half years of complete singleness. And if when I say complete, mm. you can put a picture mm. with it. I mean, I ain't, I ain't holding nobody's hand. <laughs> and, I mean, anyone who knows me, like, that's not even, I was a chronic dater. Mm-hmm. Even just in my separated married time. Because I just, that need to be fulfilled, like you said, we do it. But we said in Roots Not Fruit, like I, I said, to the people, baby, switch your PJ. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, people like the P&J sandwich instead mm-hmm. of that pain and jealousy. Eat mm-hmm. you some peace and joy. Okay. And I started eating me some peace right. and joy. And now it's like I'm trying to even re um, reintroduce myself to the mm-hmm. idea of a person because peace is so fulfilling. Ooh, girl. And it's not that a, a, the right person will magnify that peace. The right person will magnify the joy because that's what a partnership is. You make what I'm already doing better. But if it's mm-hmm. not good before you got there, I don't need you to get here. No. I need to get me good. And that's really the cycle 
And and that's one of the reasons why it's the transformation yes, for me. Ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Transformation. 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 <laughs> you gotta change, boo, from the I inside have, out. I have changed so much because, like I said, I used to be in the club. I used to be in the club. I think I, I think I, I worked and partied more than I even slept. And I don't even know how that was even possible, but thank God I can't even go back to that because I'm tired. I'm tired <laughs> from that part back there. But all of that running around and 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 seeing different things and being in certain situations. And when I left the music industry alone, and then I started doing hair full time, I it I really had to pray. To get out of the industry, mm. I had to pray to get out of the industry because it's addictive. When you're in the studios and you're writing music and you're doing this and you're doing that, it's addictive. But when I left that alone, number one, because my producer passed away, and number two, um, I felt like that was the best thing. Not saying because he did rest in peace, special P, but not saying that because he passed away. I just, I went into a shell, but I loved that shell and it was a transformation that I didn't know that I was going through, but God was taking me through it. And I didn't know because I was still fighting, wanting to be in the club, you know, yes. wanting to go, cause this is what I was used to doing, you right. know? So it's like, I don't know why nobody, everybody want me to stop being in the, stop being at the studio or stop being in the, my kids would be at the studio. They would be asleep in the room and I'm in the booth. You know, it's just, it was just that. And that whole era in my life, when I tell you, once my producer passed away and when I prayed to get out of that industry, I didn't think it was going to be that way. I didn't think I was going to lose my producer. I didn't think I was going to lose my whole insight of writing music. Mm. I have not wrote anything since my producer passed away. Wow. And that was only, I only started back um, probably about a year or two ago, you know, trying to fumble around in the studio because I still know people, you know, little people and they, but um, once I got that out my system of wanting to be in the studio, now it's like what I'm going to do with my life. But God was like, your whole life is waiting for you to start with them. So that means my two sons that had been going to the studio and I'm spending all my time in the studio and this and this and this and that, I was able to sit down and pay attention to my sons. And you already know, (laughs) my young son was the destructor. (laughs) I love, he's he's a good, he's a good grown man now. Now he's a grown grown man. But (laughs) with that transformation, because all of this is what became where my transformation started because that's the whole part. It's the transformation right. for me. This is my transformation. <laughs> when I left that music alone and I started paying more attention to my sons, um, not saying that I didn't pay attention. It was just like I was missing things. You yes. know, I'm missing things and I'm not seeing that I'm missing them and something got to sit me down in order for me to understand. So God started working. So once God started working, he had to take, I guess, the main puzzle away from me in order. Because I wasn't doing nothing bad. It wasn't like, you know, I was just trying to find my purpose. Right. This is what I love to do. 
I'm going to be a writer. I'm going to be an artist. I'm going to do this. Right. You know, but once my DJ passed away and it just shut down, that's why they say you be careful what you pray for because you don't know what it's going to come out to be. Right. I didn't mean for him to pass away, you know, but I just felt like that all of that had something to do with my prayers. Because mm-hmm. once he was gone, all of that was gone. And I couldn't get it back. It was like I tried. I didn't been I didn't I tried to write. I couldn't do it. But it was okay. I let that go, but I gained something so much better. I yes. ended up getting having my daughter. Yes. I was like oh. the beautiful one. So <laughs> now I got my sons. Now I got my daughter. And now it's like, okay, I'm not in the studio all the time. My clientele is still building. So now I'm going to open up my shop. I opened up my first shop. Mm-hmm. You know, so right there, I didn't even know that the transformation that God had me in. I didn't even know. I was just going with the flow because I'm thinking, okay, well, I guess this is what I'm doing. Yeah. I didn't really, I didn't think that I was going to be doing hair. My, my, my degree was in business administration. I was working at 911. I was doing music. <laughs> I wasn't trying to do no hair. Hair was just something that I always did. You know, growing up in the right. hood. But once I once I started, once I started, um, once I had my daughter, that was my point of transformation to for me. Yeah, that's a awesome. <clears throat> that's amazing that you hit so many things that were Ooh. crossing mm. my own story. Mm. Just like I and I'm very real with the listeners on this podcast because I feel like I know that one of the reasons why God even birthed Star in me is because I was looking for something relatable throughout my whole single parenting journey. I wanted people like, I mean, I, I love going to church and, you know, I want my inspiration mm-hmm. to be spiritual, but sometimes I don't see nobody that looks like me. And I really want... But Monique, you smart. You always have been a smart young lady. You always have been, always into stuff. And... That's what I do have to, I respect, re, always have respected about you. Even though you were younger than I was, that's what I'm saying. It's a lot of y'all that that, that do things, and I look, and I be like, dang, that's cool. That pushed me. A lot yeah. of things pushed me, and y'all don't even understand. Like, I, I was pushed by everybody that I still got around me from back in the day. Yeah. No, they, but it's so amazing because you don't know that you were – almost cycling and we're gonna go into that in this last part but you were cycling the push back to yourself because you were pushing us whether you Mm. know it or not and just when you said what you said about just how your prayer that kind of maybe even feel like a prayer that that pushed you to some painful places Mm -hmm. to lose someone you close to and you love that's painful but it almost feels like a rock bottom but that's where god used it to make you focus on your kids and i said that in that that like podcast almost exactly and i mean like if you listening today this is nothing but god because like she didn't listen to the parents in this primary she's just speaking and i always tell y'all like when you do divine things divine things happen so i feel like your story is really crossing mine because like you even know with the baby and all that stuff it pushed me to be this transparent like I never was this transparent because it's easier for us to hide. Mm-hmm. It's easier for us to to cover it up. 
but that's keeping us in the same cycles. But what you saying that made you focus on your kids had to be something almost tragic. tragic. And it was. And for a lot of you guys, if you haven't had to go through anything tragic, or if you have been through some things, because I tell you all the time, I went through several things that I thought were tragic, <laughs> and I just didn't let them change me. Let right. the trauma transform you. Yes. So that it doesn't just keep being trauma. Because yes. that's a, that's a, yes. that is a, the worst thing in the world to keep paying for a valueless trauma. Mm. If I'm going to go through something, it better mean something. Yes. Yeah. And so that's what we're going to kind of just like say this first part has been amazing. And we want it to be about the transformation. So for us. It's the transformation. It's the transformation, for me. boo. It's the it's transformation, transformation for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, today's interview was nothing short of amazing. Thank you so much for sticking and staying with us as we went through It's the Transformation for Me, part two. And we actually will close out this interview in another short episode but we just want to thank our guest today miss lisa she was amazing and she is more amazing in real life so we want you to make sure that we let all our stars shine please check out inside of the episode details the links to her amazing ventures that she's doing and when you hear the closing part of this interview you can also hear personally from her what it is she specifically does but check her out at her ig platform work and her hair game salon links below so we just want to thank you for staying with us because it's so important as we encourage each and every one of you to shine star you can do this and transformation is not an instant process it is a seasoned journey and we are here to do it with you so please click the link also inside of the episodes so that you can leave us a voice message and let us know what we can do to support you with community and upcoming resources and if you just love us like we love you and you may or may not be a single parenting person and you want to partner we have our organization link www.starparentsinc.org also in the links below where you can see how your contributions can make a true difference and be the change agent for such an impactful community of people and we appreciate you as we go on to do this work that we feel we're called to so I hope everyone has an amazing week and we want to thank you and we want to let all of you know that we love you, love you, love you, love you, love you. And we hope that you have an amazing week.